Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast for agents by agents, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Jeff and Phil run a residential real estate team that will close over $250 million worth of homes in 2018, and they are sharing their insights on growing a team and winning in the living room with actual buyers and sellers. Enjoy. We're live. We're yeah. live. Yeah, that was hey, live. welcome. What a minute. I, know, I, got I was talking about spacing. Hey, hey right? welcome like, to Seabock. We're over here. You get the spacing right. Okay. <laughs> Amen. I have a very exciting. Amen. Amen. Wow. So two topics, three topics today. The first of which is that there's window decals produced by the Arizona Realtor Association, and they're technically backwards, but because it's Facebook Live, because it's the backwards camera, it looks like it's forwards. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's topic one. Wow. And that's adding value for you today. Thank you very much. The other topic is that we got a new logo. We, oh. And it's full screen. Shanley, we, we should, can we Shanley, take a picture yes. of Shanley? Taking that's right. a picture there of us. Here's yeah, Shanley. Come Shanley. around, Shanley. Come on, Come Shanley. Come on, Shanley. Around, Shanley. So Give Shanley. a round of applause. There you go. Yeah, nice Shanley's done. on the marketing Shanley. team doing yes. a great job. He's the one that puts together our podcast as well because if you can't tune into the solution on the web, on Facebook, you can always listen to the podcast. Is it just called The Solution Podcast? The Solution Podcast. On the SoundCloud on Apple, Apple iTunes. iTunes, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, yeah. Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. So if you'd like to I listen to it in the morning with Phil and I kibitz about real estate, hey, I heard that we're having our first guest on the show. Monday. And what question are we going to ask the guest? What are you doing to put the consumer first in real estate? Is that how that worked out? Like... Like, we're going to ask him the question that's actually on it's the... It's magic. Okay. You want cool. me to help you here, Mauricio? All right. So, dun, dun, dun. So, we figured That'll that... Fix it. Don't touch it. We it hasn't caught up yet. We figured that we would like to... Are we going to are we gonna share the guest's name at the end of this show? No, I think we can do... They're here now listening, right? Okay. So, what it was is that we wanted to start off with a... Can I call him an industry legend? You can call him whatever you want. Right, former <laughs> past president of AAR. He was actually realtor. The Arizona Association yeah. of Realtors. He was a realtor of the year, I believe, as well, once or twice. At least twice. Okay, cool. And then past chairman of the Arizona Regional Multiple Listings. Past service. chairman, right? So reasonably pretty popular yeah. guy. Past but, chair past president of the Phoenix Association of Realtors. You've introduced him before. <laughs> <laughs> That's some pretty good yeah. scripts. But he, uh, as some people would say, went to the dark side. Oh. But. Ooh. Ooh. Is Shot the dark side the side that puts the. Wait a minute. Well, What's we, the dark side? Well, this is our. This is our some debate, people have but, called him a traitor. Right. Oh, no. He was definitely called a traitor. Yes. There's no doubt about it. Yes. Right? When you leave a industry it's a traditional a, model a traditional model for an and a, a quote-unquote disruptor right you are a traitor, traitor. <laughs> yes. so we're going to interview him about yeah his but the thing trading. is is this company because when we went to inman last week the ceo of his new company clearly has the consumer focus approach first in 
their sites. Sites. Yes. And they actually do activities to demonstrate that the consumers first. And they shouted at every core when we talked to the GM at the company. They were talking about this. But anyway, do you want to say tell us who the guest is going to be? Well, the company. Not. I don't want to yet. Okay. But the company <laughs> won the most innovative real estate. Thing in America, I mean, like best of show for most innovative, most they, innovative company in, in, in the, three years in a row. In I mean, the, this in year, the, they got replaced. They weren't, they didn't win this year because Redfin won. And the reason why Redfin won is because so is it, they introduced a. It is not Jay Thompson, oh, but thank you, Jim Mitchell, yes, for the guest. Yes, yes, it. yes. It no, he's Jay, over in Europe right now. He's yeah, not available. He could Facetime with us. Oh, we probably figure. Oh Facebook. yeah, might be expensive. But um, the company that won Redfin, they said that Redfin won because they implemented an iBuyer solution at the brokerage. That's what made them most innovative. And we thought, well, why not just get one of the first iBuyers? Yeah. To come on the show with us. Yeah. We're, well, because the whole idea that iBuyers. And why we're we're not in support of them, but we're not in support of them. What does that mean? We are. We are. It's meaning that we don't want our clients to go to them without us. Right. Right. So we want our we want to help our clients use them because we are a partner of them, and we think that realtors need to partner with iBuyers because it's part of the best solution for the consumer. Because sometimes, right. like for instance, so we had a client that we're going story time or we we're 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 not going to announce them i thought we were doing a pretty good build up there okay i'm sorry we won't go into story time but the, but something they so they've, who's, who's the first eye buyer in the space um close oh close. second no open door yeah all right yes. good deal so and you've got eric Wu. We didn't get Eric Wu, the, the CEO, CEO. He was booked. He, he was booked. He was okay, booked, good yes. deal. Good and deal. then the second guy in charge, he was booked. And the third guy was booked. <laughs> but we got the very the infamous, mm. the f my legendary, for my former broker, my former broker, right? Yes. My current father, yes, Jim, Jim Sexton. Sexton. All right, good yes. deal. So Jim anyway, Sexton with Open Door, who's the broker of record for them, and. Maybe Georgia. I mean, we're gonna to have to interview him to see what it is that he's doing and how he is helping. And why? Consumers. But why do they? Why are they? Yes. Uh, what do they do to put the consumer first in real estate? So we're bringing him aboard Monday, three o'clock. We're gonna yeah. interview him to see if he's we, friend or foe. Okay, yeah, it's obvious. We, we went with a little bit of low hanging fruit since we know the guy, yeah. right? Like to, to he, kick it off, but also has a huge. He called he, Mo and he was like, "Hey, can I be on their show?" <laughs> did he? Yeah, I don't think he did. Did he? He did. He did. Yes. It wasn't a call. Yeah. It was in the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was visiting. Uh -huh. Okay, alright. So then on to the topic of today, are we gonna go on and on about how great your dad is and that he'll be on no, Monday we that. We're and on we're that. gonna we're gonna pelt him with questions and we're gonna pick mm -hmm. on him because he went to the dark side. No, we actually have a partnership with Open Door, also with OfferPad and with Zillow. Uh, and we think that you do too because they're actually offering solutions that are pro-consumer. Um, to me, I think early on when Open Door came out, why and what they're not offering is representation to the consumer, and that's where we come in as real estate. And agents. we think that you need to provide uh, <clears throat> representation. Let's see, did you at least buy? Yeah, no, we didn't have to, right? Like, yeah, like I, uh, we, we've reached a level of uh, 
you know, interesting enough. Uh, free water. Free, free water. Free yes. water. Yeah. Is he coming here or is he? I think be... we're gonna do it over Facebook. Or maybe we can get him to do it from the Open Door headquarters. Ooh. Is he going to be in... Or, down in, down in South Scottsdale? No, I was thinking San Fran. But if oh. he's in town, I don't know. Maybe he'll come in. We'll, we'll see. see. I right, think it'd be more deal. fun All to right. do it over the end. Okay. But today's topic is going to be... Um, you had a conversation with an agent mm-hmm. yesterday. Ah, uh, this morning. This morning. Yeah. And this is more the tactical side of the solution. But just... It's just tips and tricks and things about being a realtor and how you how you help market more. But um, and she was asking how to put the consumer first when you meet them at where she didn't lead with that. Let's be honest. She was just saying I went to an open house and I met buyers and what I was doing to follow up with the buyers and it came to the. I mean, here's the thing: is, is we always talk about our pitch about being more online and offering value to people online. And it was like, hark, right? Like, comes an aha moment that- Ding, can we get a light bulb ding? Like, I wonder if agents believe that being online, if that gets interpreted as them going on their computer and being online. (laughs) You're gonna have to, Jeff. Slow it down. Oh, what? okay, right. What? Well, because well, when I said, "Hey, so tell me what you did for the," you know, the buyer said they were looking to buy a house in South Scottsdale or something like that. She was sitting in an open house in somewhere like McDowell and Pima or somewhere in there this weekend, and she met the people, and they were looking in that area in Tempe, and they were looking. I think it was they were looking for an investment property for their daughter who was going to go to ASU, so she. She said that she went online and looked up houses for the people. Okay. Meaning that she logged does. on to no, Flex M- that, She logged on to Flex MLS and pulled up you- a query of houses that were three bedrooms, two baths, or four bedrooms, two baths. I didn't ask her, no pool, right? In the let's go two hundred to three hundred price range. Mm-hmm. And then when she got the query, she was looking at the photos. To find the best one. To find the best one. Yes. Because it's important to find the best house for the consumer. Right. And this particular agent is a newer agent. I think she sold one house ever. So I don't know if that, that's not technically new, like in real estate. But in real estate, if it's two years old, we can still call it new. So she's new. So I was just trying to, because I advise agents on my team and I was trying to advise her. And I feel that agents still believe that that's doing a good job. But honestly, even for me, if if I had uh, a buyer that I met, I don't think like like agents feel that that is helping the consumer. Yeah, and when I, in reality, that's what the consumer is doing as well. Right, and so so how is the it the same action as the consumer? Right, right. Well, I mean, the thing is, is I mean, to me, it's the reality of what it is, is. Is if you're new and you went through real estate licensing, I don't remember taking a course on how to pick a great house out of a list of houses. That's true. Did you ever take one of those no, courses? No, that was years ago. Maybe they do that now. Do they do that now? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. They talk about meets and bounds and meets they, and bounds. Yeah, acres. How many square feet in an acre, Mo? Four, three, five, six, zero. 
Yeah. Okay, oh, ding, nice. ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Real estate school. Right, exactly. Real estate school. Right, but they talk about things that don't really help you when you're trying to help a buyer, right? Like the, you, they teach you things to keep you out of trouble, right? They teach you the basics and the overall, but the, there's not a lot of training that's focused on helping the, you know, anyway. But there's this mindset of agents that they think that they can look through houses online and pick the better houses out. And I'm just, I want to stop this because that's not, like you were. You can't do that? You, you can't do that? You can. You can do whatever you want. You're an, you're a real estate agent. You have access to Flex MLS, but I'm like, where does that expertise comes out is where I'm where I'm going with this. Meaning that we got to be try providing actual value for the consumer. And I was telling her is that you got to go look at those houses and then send them a video while you go look at the houses and then you're actually providing value to the consumer. It goes under the previewing because you have to preview that house, but you're doing it, I don't know, auspice, like, I don't know if it's auspice, but that sounds like a word that I would like to use there. I don't know if that's the right one, but the auspices of that, you're gonna find one for that consumer so you're going out, and I think this is the lost art of real estate, but I think that that's one aspect. The other thing that she said, but just because we gotta be full circle, and I don't know if this is actually pro-consumer, but I said, you know, when we were trying to convert online leads, meaning Lynn and me when we were a team without anybody else. Um, the original Seabuck team. The original Seabuck team. Right, 2006, seven, eight, when we were meeting people on Google pay-per-click and they were coming to our website and they were coming through, every single time that we got a lead, what did we do, Phil? You set them up on a search to receive homes from, the, from Tempo. <laughs> from Tempo, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, right, but that's what we did is we would email them homes and I was trying to advise her that in becoming a better marketer, because you said this session was about marketing, but that you would just let, the, I mean, we use Boomtown, so I'm like, just set them up in Boomtown and then let them search, because that's what they want to do. But I mean, it's almost we as agents are giving up on the search process because the buyer's no longer asking us, but then we, to me, I, I don't love the idea that we are gonna handpick a few great ones and be like here that's being a good agent yeah right like to me it's just missing the mark i know it's not as exciting as last topic but it is the nuts and bolts of how we got to think that it is exciting it's how to put how to help the consumer what is what is beneficial for them when you meet somebody in an open house because that's what agents come to us and they say hey how do i convert buyers out of open houses. Yeah, the other thing How was, do I work thing, with more people that I meet that are looking for houses? How do I turn this conversation where they're looking for this into a deal? And unfortunately, the answer from us is usually it takes hard work. Well, it takes expertise. It like you have to answer those questions correctly when you're asked them. And so the way that you get to that point is with research. 
Yeah, they jump on Zillow. Absolutely. Thanks, Thank you, Tom, Tom for, the, for the comment. Agreed. They jump on Zillow. But what Zillow doesn't have is your boots on the ground in the communities talking about it in a way that is relatable, that is but human Tom, to where, human. But, Tom, where we're coming from on this is that it's hard to control them. We're not trying to control them. We know that they're going to go to Zillow, and that's okay. But where you can be putting valuable. the consumer first by being value for them is by looking at all of the homes and it, that are available in a region. So when they say, then you, you can start to be like, well, I was in that one and I was in that one. And here's the actual difference versus just talking about them online. I mean, what it is, is we're losing our value because we have to offer a service above what they can get on Zillow because that's where they're at, 108 million visitors a month. Right? We were in a, a meeting with tech people and we're like, do you guys know what Zillow is? They're like, well, of course we do, right? I mean, everybody knows. So, But we have to offer a value to the consumer. And the value is our opinion after ha being the expert in knowing all, to me, it's being a house expert. It's, okay. And if you, thank you, Tom. Thank you. So that difference when you explain it is like, okay, well, that one has smells like cat pee. Right, like those pictures are beautiful, but it backs to, uh, it's on the intersection of Pima and McDowell, and there's a lot of noise there. And then, like the yeah, cool thing, horses live right yeah. behind the back wall. And the cool thing is, if you go at, if you go preview the house at 7:30 at night, you can also watch the movie playing in the distance, right at the, <laughs> at the movie theater, right? Like, like, but that's the 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 extra stuff. So the um, but then there was the other thing is she said. Uh, I commented to her because she is not as scary looking as I am, right? She's a nice gal, whatever. And I, I said, did you ask them for their name and information? And she said, yeah, they just gave it all to me. And I'm like, damn it. Like, it didn't work for me like that in the open house. <laughs> like, but I, I would have to, like, pry it out of people and then she would leave. But she said... You had to convince people you were Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be like, their price is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but but she said she asked her for their name, but then I said, you got to look up there. I said, did you send them a CMA? And she said, you know. N-O. No. Right. No. And that's where in the marketing, in figuring out the marketing, because I don't know if that's necessarily putting the consumer first in real estate, but it is providing them an extra value in, because uh, when she looked at them up, because she's like, oh, I didn't get, I don't know what they're looking for. Well, when she we 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 went into monsoon and we looked up their name and we added it to our database and we sent them a, not comps, just an information packet about they had bought a house that was four bedrooms, three and a half baths, thirty four hundred square feet. So that way she could then send homes that she knew were close to what like you were leveraging the information available to provide a more expertise for the consumer. Yeah, right. Like you were being. Versus, oh, you know, I I gotta call. I can find that. Right. I, I can find that. I can find that. Everybody thinks that they can find whatever that is. They want to find people that know that, right? And so in the education process, use the opportunities that you don't know the answers to go out and do the work so that you can find the answers. Like, go see all the houses that are available that are that meet those criteria near ASU or whatever it was that the situation was. Okay, so then that led me, led me down, like, a different road because it was funny because 
the the guy worked at ASU, and the former the it was interesting because the guy bought the house in 2010 up in Anthem, and the I was like, if the guy works at ASU moves to the valley to work at ASU, Phil, would you sell him a house in Anthem? No, like. I was, oh, and is there a satellite location in Anthem? <laughs> they got satellite, like no, downtown no, no, satellite No, 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 his particular right? job, I don't want to give away who he is, but his particular job requires him to be at the downtown location. Okay. There you go. Wow. Okay. Anthem. And, I, and you know what? Anthem on the map, like people that are moving to, to the valley, when you close. look at Anthem on a map and you look at the, I had a friend that did it. She worked out of the airport and they, they moved into a rental in Anthem. And I'm like, Why? They go, well, because we're come from California, we're from LA, and it didn't seem like it was that far. But when wait, wait California has way more traffic. Like, how did they not? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe they did like a Google, like 25 minutes to the airport. What do you think from Anthem to the airport? No way. No? Not, 30 minutes. Uh, if you're driving at 7 o'clock in the morning, it takes you 30 minutes to get I from your house to the freeway. In it's LA. the I 17, dude. Right? Like, have you ever driven the I 17? Yeah, but you take the 101 to yeah. 51. Mm. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. And she had a carpool done. I'm going with at least an hour. I don't you know. Think? Someone that knows that drive, I don't know. Yeah, I was just... But no, you're right. I, there's no way that you put somebody that's working downtown, or that you suggest that they live in Anthem. You're going to hate that. Well, drive. south, even south of the stack, right? Like, to me, you would have to take the stack down. Like, I, I to me, I'm, it might be south an hour and 20 minutes. Meaning, if you drive down to 17... Oh, you're saying I would drive the 17 down to the 101, and then... <laughs> yeah, all oh, long and long. Yeah, baby. Right? Like, you better hope you got a Tesla that drives. Well, I live in Anthem. No way. How long to the airport, Jeff? Jeff, oh, tell no, us. no way, meaning you would never work there. 30 minutes. If you you're saying at 7 it's 7 a.m., driving to ASU, it only takes 30 minutes, Jeff? I guess I was wrong then. I just thought that, that was really far away. Still, how many miles is it? But he's I, saying no way. It's not Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Flagstaff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my comment was that the I live at my son plays basketball at Anthem at the trying to get a high school up there. The ACC. H O V Lane. Okay, yeah. All right, good deal. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, it takes me from Pinnacle Peak and Hayden, it takes me 30 minutes to drive to Anthem without traffic. I mean, so that's why I'm like, Tempe's, I'm going to Tempe tonight. He lives there. And I, Tempe's in a, is a 30 minute drive for me, I guess, because it's a straighter shot, maybe? Okay, fair enough, whatever. That's not the point. The point was, the second part of it was, is the person bought the house from the listing agent boulder creek thanks tom nice. boulder creek yeah we were one and one against him in summer b-ball this year the the point was the guy the 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 buyer that she met at the open house previously because when we went and looked it up online bought the house that and the listing agent was the selling agent Oh. Okay, so now, all right, for those Don't that are engaged, you. those that are engaged at home, what do you think happened there? Um, <laughs> I, yeah. What's your assumption? Uh, open house. 
<laughs> Remember on Monday when we were talking about like reeling over the houses? That 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 buyer walked into a or or what is the other possibility? Because it was a short sale. And Anthony, not that there wasn't a few of those out there. Uh, I don't know. Did they found were the house database? online. Okay. Right? That they found the house online because the third piece... In we were, 2000 what? It, I don't want to give away the year oh, okay. because then someone might be able to Fair steal enough. the client. <laughs> but anyway, but it just... It's a house up in Anthony. It was a short sale. That's not enough. Cool. I mean, there was, there was about three or 400 of those. Right? But anyway... The idea that back in 2010 that buyers were going online and searching on their own, because I think that that's either went to an open house or inquired to that agent directly, because the agent wasn't, I'm trying to think of who a stalwart, let's say it wasn't Jeff Seaman up in Anthem, right? Like a rock star agent like Jeff Seaman was, or one of the the, 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 the lady with the dark hair. Um, <laughs> wasn't her either. Yeah. <laughs> None of the good ones. None of the good ones. Yes. It was an agent that I had never heard or seen his name before. Worked for a independent real estate company that I didn't know existed. Meaning that, you know, because I don't know if you know this about me, but I stalk agents like they're like to see who's productive and who is not productive. So when I say I didn't see it, like I know a good, you know, two or three thousand agents names out there. So. But the so idea back to putting the consumer first, yeah. What's the idea? Is how to put the consumer first when you meet them at an open right. house? Right. So it's it's knowing that through both stories, the open house, but then also that the the whole idea is that the consumer is doing the looking themselves. Right. And the consumer is doing not. I mean, now they're doing. And you can't control that. We can't control it. You like, gotta stop, embrace it. But like. You can only contain it, right? Like, 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 don't try to. What is the, what is the saying? Right? It was uh, you, you can't control it, but don't, you can only hope to contain it. It was oh, that That's was my WWF days, right? Like the wrestling, like oh, he's out of control. You can only hope to contain it. Doesn't all right. Sorry, I'm off base. But the thing is, is it's how do we add value to the consumer? That is searching on their own. And that is searching on their own. And then it's... That's the game. Yeah, that is the game. And it, well, my thing was, is I told her that she should have, in serving that client, because although I believe that email is the most relied on method of serving clients out yeah. there, and I think it's a failure of agents overall, but... It's a minimum level of service that you should be setting them up on an auto search and letting them, but sending them a tool that they can search on their own so that they don't rely just on Zillow. So that they are, because my, my comment was, because we use Boomtown and in Boomtown, you can see where they're looking at the houses and then you can be helpful because you know, like to me, kind of silly that we as agents when we looked when we were sending them homes in flex mls and then we, we we didn't give them the ability to search on their own with portals with portals yeah the portals don't the portals you had to always adjust right, right. you just have idx with the portal in order to do that. yes and i yeah. think that that that's not that's why I, when I remember the meetings when there was conversation about opening that up i remember the traditionalists that were very 
controlling about that process and that they wanted to be the touch points for any searches that were and they remained it so the consumers went somewhere else and now we now the cat's out of the barn and running around and and we can't control it right like exactly so all right is there any other marketing tap tactic well to me because this is a marketing session yeah right was there any other topics that you wanted i mean if we're talking about converting leads i mean i don't know was it obvious what you were talking about to to this agent did you say go look at those 36 houses in person is that the advice that you gave her? I believe so. I right. made her take notes about it. Yeah, take uh, notes about the houses that she's at. Uh, right. Well, I, what I said is, is and then communicate the data that she's finding while she's out there on the ground with her people and via social media, so other people can find her and know that they're that she's. Well, I asked, did you get her cell well? phone number because she needed to be texting them videos of the houses and pictures. Right, like and, drip texting. Right, not, and but I think is she could even have shared it through her. Instagram or you mean the best ones, right? Well, I mean, that's the deal is we're always trying to find out find uh, More ways more distribution for the content that we're creating So if you go and you see the 36 houses that fit in the criteria you say content like it's it's just this word to me That is the most ambiguous word Use you because content 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 like what is content? Um, Content is like uh, let's say that you go into a house and it's got a really cool litter box <laughs> and you take a picture of that mm. and you share, I don't want to say litter box, let's go with refrigerator and you take a picture of that really cool refrigerator like nothing you've ever seen Do you before. really think that consumers feel there's no way they're going to be interested in that? And the coolest refrigerator a real estate agent has ever seen? Oh. You're not. You don't think that somebody would be interested in that. So How about saying, the coolest backyard that is at that price point? Oh. And so if you take a, you can describe that backyard in that house, and the way that you describe that, whether it's video or you write about it. Back to the content. You, when you say video, you mean yes. you shoot. So you're saying on my cell phone, yes. not hire a videographer. Right, with your cell phone. You're saying like out of the house, you go to the camera app. The right. camera app? Yeah, is that your most used app? It's one of my most used apps. Yeah, I think. Do you use it every day? I, I do. Yeah. Yeah, every most day. used. Yes. And then you go to video. Well, because we were on stage talking about technology. Record. Ready? Watch this. I just saw this house at 11211 North Tatum Boulevard, and it has the best backyard of any house I saw. Because who doesn't love a good backyard? Everybody loves a good backyard. Between 300 and 400,000, you got a pool, you got a putting green, you got privacy, you got big trees. I think that you should see it. Um, It didn't look this good online. Let me know if you want uh, any more details. Thanks. Bye. Phil Sexton, Seabach Team, Realty One Group. So then to... Oh, the crowd goes wild. And so then you share that video. You text that video to the people. That's that's what I mean by content. There's some content, right? I just saw this house. That's as dry of content as you can get. I know that your guys' content. Right, because what we don't see from agents is we don't, I mean, the ones that are. Look at all that content. That's, con- here, that's a good, that's I was, a good visual. I was trying to get. You don't know what I mean by content? Look at that. All of that stuff is all content. I had you see how I scrolled through fast? Yeah, you can't right? do it too slow. So you take a <laughs> you take a photo, and then you send it to the consumer, and you're like, you know, I I think this has got the making. That's got a bat. That's got a beautiful backyard. You right. got a basketball. Hoop you got a there. grill. Yeah, the grill needed pool. to be cleaned up. A basketball court might so need a new net. So you showed your work. 
That's the goal of the content. And that's what we mean by showing your work is that you would then be like, you know, I was at this, I was at, and then to me, I think that, you know, if she wanted to be super Johnny on the spot, she could be like the first one I went to, this is what it looked like when I went out there. Here's the photos on that. I don't, but to me, it's, here's the difference. I like, but it's easier to believe you. When you've now looked at when 30 and 40 houses, when you'd be like, oh my God, I got a great house. Versus when you're online and you're looking at them and like, ooh, this one's the best one. Yeah, but even you you aren't, you don't believe yourself. If you find the best one online, in the back of your mind, you think, I wonder what this one, what, could there be something different when I get there? Could it be? And so when you have that doubt, it comes out in the way that you communicate with consumers. And so to alleviate yourself of all the doubt, you have to go see them. But this is the rate. This is like performing on a It's hard because look, I've made my hay as a buyer's agent. Like I've done this over and over and over again. I've got a comment, Jim. Here, here's a good example of how we as agents can offer value while looking at homes online. I love that. Oh my gosh, look at that. Mauricio, I'm going to need your help reading this one. Yeah. Uh, as a... Uh, how do I see the whole thing on this screen? Uh-uh, it's not gonna I happen. You don't have that much skill. Yeah, I'm not that good. <laughs> oh, all right, here we oh. go. Jim Mitchell. Here's a good example of how we as agents can offer value by looking at homes online. I had a buyer call me from a listing on Realtor.com last week. It was an open door listing that was just listed and she was very excited about it. After exchanging hellos, I asked her what type of financing she was using. She said FHA and had no idea that due to the FHA flip rule, she can't buy an open door listing using an FHA loan until after 90 days has passed since OD purchased the home. I would like to think that bit of info was something of value to that buyer. Your thoughts? Do you believe that was putting the consumer first or should I have set up the appointment to meet her at the home and then told her about the FHA flip rule? Oh, I love that question. Wow. So I'm gonna answer it the way I think and then you answer it the way you think. Okay, do you hold want, on. Do you wanna hear my version? Ahead. <laughs> I think that it's fine that you told her that, but I think that if you want, I think you should go see that house because when you're looking at that house and you're understanding what it is that she likes about that house, when you're in that property, your conversation changes and then know what other homes that be in other homes that are at that price point. I mean, I don't know what the price point was. It's open door. So my assumption is it's between a hundred and five. Great question. But I thought that was yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. I'm going to go a little thoughts. different path. Right? Right. Like, yeah. Good answer, Phil. <laughs> okay, Thank you. That's all the time we have for our show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Consumers are looking for local area experts. And what you shared is definitely value to the consumer, no doubt about that. But to me, you're not... You, no, My no, guess is I, that wasn't the end of your conversation. Yeah, right. To me, like you, you you added more value than just that. You didn't say, oh, sorry, you can't buy that house. Thanks, bye. Yeah, I think that you're going to have to get in the car, like Phil said, go over to see the house, but then see three, four, five, six, eight, ten other homes and find them the best house that is not a flip. And then be like, you know what? Because to me, what they're looking for is a local area expert. So when they'd be like, Oh, this one doesn't work for you, but I got this pocket listing over here, meaning that we have to work harder to know homes in the area. It's why we focus on local area expertise so that you can start to identify the houses that are 
with the dumpsters in the yard and you can find, you know, so you can talk to the neighbors when you sit in an open house. Like maybe if you, you have to identify homes that are not online to be truly providing that lady of a service or offer her, you have to offer her an answer because what he gave her was a, just a, a you was a no. No. You gave her a no. Right. But what was the, you, I know there was more conversation and maybe. Yeah. And maybe you, maybe you, maybe you, you probably did that. You're a great agent. But it's just knowing that it's like, well, um, to me, we have a drive, get in the car, drive over to see it rule. Get in the car and drive over. Is that what it's called? Get in the, in car. the yeah. car and go see it rule. Right. Okay, cool. So what it is, is that when someone asks you about a property, you get in the car and drive over to see it. Before you comment too much about them, because that's the the challenges is that I mean I don't know. Did you get in the car and go see the house? Because was there was there other coming soons on the street when you were driving the when you were driving up to the house? Did you see other posts going up? Did you see other dumpsters? Like what other information did you learn by going over and seeing the house? I'm sure he did. Yeah, I don't know if that helps you. So your thoughts? Yeah, I tried to keep her on the phone a bit longer to send her other listings that she could use. Her FHA loan, but sadly she cut me off pretty quick, and I don't know that I'll be able to convert her into a buyer client. Actually, she's searching on her own. But yes, yes, right. But that's the. This is why we um, try and get agents to work in a very specific area. Should we call her? Right? Do you want to text me her number? And call her? <laughs> <laughs> Feels great in the phone. But that's this is it. Is because unfortunately, what you said drove the client away because you just said no, and she's like, okay, good, bye. I mean, in converting leads, you have to be able to dangle them a carrot of something that does meet their needs. And I think that you could extend the conversation if you know of some options. And it's hard because the thing is, is if you work, I don't know where you live, Jim, but if you work in Gilbert and you're talking to a lead about a, if you're buying a zip code over in Awatuki, that's where we're at in like, you can't add value to that person because you're not in that area. Now you can convert that buyer, but I don't know that because you, because essentially she, she gave you what value she thought of you. And that unfortunately was, I don't need you. So, um, I do think, that, argument, I think, that, I, I, I think, think that he was offering something that was very informative but we just have to be more solution right because to me in picking on or in giving credibility to our guests on monday an open door they're prov providing a out for the people when they have a distressed situation that they, they're adding what it is is we're at is with the solution is trying to provide certainty so it's providing them answers not just you can't do that it's an interesting. It's it, not easy, Jim. It's not easy, and it's an interesting argument. Is at what point is putting the consumer first going to drive? Uh, the goal is not to put you out of business, right? It's to put the good agents to get the good agents more business, to get the good agents to be better and to have more business. How can we convert that lead? Like, if you're a good agent, Jim, which I'm sure you are and you know that you are the best option for her in finding this type of property, then sometimes you have to use sales tactics to keep her on the line. 
because you know that you're the best option for her, that you're going to work the hardest, that you're going to go out and you're going to find houses for her. And so diving into, before answering the question, diving into things that she, what she likes you about the house. It's like a doctor. You you have to per, yes you have you to prescribe get, like, what are before the symptoms? you're right. Like what I, is I it think about it, that I house think you could have been likes. like you know what this one might apply for that one rule in FHA. I gotta go see it because I haven't been in it yet. You know, can I? Is this the best number I can reach you at? Yeah. Or this is this house at four hundred thousand with this kitchen and this backyard is fantastic. What was it that you liked about it? Is that is that what you liked about it? Was the kitchen better or was the backyard better? Because then that gives you clues on what other properties that they could that you could present to to them. I just felt like if I had met her at the property first and then told her about. The oh, I don't one, even think you needed to meet her at the property after getting I, her hopes up. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I we're meant, not talking about that. No, we're talking about you driving to the house without her being there, and then finding when you're doing that, then finding other options for her you're like you know what I, how about this conversation well, you know, you know what sally i drove out to the property um and i realized that it might not it might fall into the fha rule that you're not gonna be able to buy that because of this and this and this but you know i was looking at the three down the street did you see the one on here and then i ran i saw the one there's a new one coming on the market i think that the that would have been adding value to that yeah, it's a tough one it, yeah right. not when, easy when though not i mean that is a good good question yes i don't, tough call yeah i i think though sometimes we it's make, risk we make negative assumptions and and not that this is one of those examples but there's cases in our business where we make these assumptions like we know something's not going to work out instead of pursuing all possibilities about it. Like, is she, what's her timing? Would the 90 day rule not come into play because she's able to wait that long and the house is still available? Maybe she loved it. Cause we have this thing that maybe if she loved it, she could have got someone to loan her the 20% to be a conventional loan. Right, maybe then we reach out to our contacts at Open Door. I don't know if you're gonna watch next Monday's show, but reach out to your contacts <laughs> at Open Door to say, what is your guys' plan? Because I have somebody that is qualified that's ready to go, and is there any other options that could work to get this person that loves this house, right? It doesn't, it's not always Right, because it's almost obvious. like maybe she then she goes and contacts Open Door directly then and tries to work out a solution with them. That should be a question on um, Monday's show. Let's oh, write this right. one down. Yes. Is when somebody has a VA prequal and right. they Our buy buddy a house, Jim has an FHA buyer yeah. that wants to buy an open door house. What do you and guys... And you haven't changed the rule to make it easier for them to yeah, buy Yeah, doesn't open door have money? Go lobby. Get the rules. Can't we change. lend her money, dude? Like, yeah, open door. Who wants to buy the house? Let her live. Let her rent it from open door. Good comment, though. But wow. let's ask him. That was outstanding. Thank you, Jim. Any more great yeah, questions? Yeah, let's go. I like yeah. that interaction. Yeah, that's what do we fun. got? How are we doing on time? 345. Wonderful. What were we talking about today? Open houses. I like the, I don't know, just converting leads. I enjoy those conversations. I even called Open Door and they told me they won't even look at FHA offers within the first 90 days. Um, well, See, I like that the, you did that. The thing is, is you're working hard, but our, this is my pitch to my agent, is you're only doing things that keep you in your chair at home. At, oh. And that the... The challenge is, though, is it doesn't get us out in the road and helping us market to other houses. Because if you would have went and looked at houses for her 
and then posted pictures of other ones online, then you would have had more marketing for yourself because this is it. Is that when we? I was on a panel last week and we went to a bar after for one beer. And the that's true. It was true, true story. True story. And it was a happy hour. After the you. nice couple we were talking to was like, well, what do we? What do we gotta post on Facebook? What do we gotta post on Instagram? What do we gotta post on our webpage? And I said, it's you doing your job. But the challenge is that most agents are trying to do all of their job behind their computer. And therefore we're losing the value for our clients because well, it's hard. They're doing. Content. They're doing. They're behind the computer. But what, you know, because you're an agent, are you a better house finder? Or you, you know, what I mean, on a computer. You, you know, you obviously had a great solution for them, or you had the most knowledge, which was yeah. Anyway, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, the thanks. truth yeah. comes out. Thanks, Jim. Oh. yeah. No, but it is it. Is that it? Doesn't we know that when you dangle carrots to people? of houses and working out in the area that your business will grow. It will grow fast and furious. And it's the, the key to our explosive growth. And that's why we wanted to share, but uh, good stuff though. Yeah. Right? That we were, uh, Let's wrap it up. I like wrapping up on a wonderful. Okay. Well, back. thank you, Jimbo. Thank you. Awesome. So next we're going to have the other gym oh. on our show. On Monday. That, that yeah. Good news. Yeah. So Monday, Jim Sexton from Open Door, the former broker of John Hall and Associates, former broker of Realty One Group, former AAR president, former Phoenix Association president, former armless chairman, current trader. <laughs> he, wait a minute. He was he's gonna come. Oh right. No, he's not a trader. He's your that's dad. just what other people yeah, yeah, have no, said no, no. to me. No, because that's what it is. Is thank you, Jim. That it's not. Um, we have a partnership with Open Door. We'll we're see over, you guys Monday. Monday. We're, we're Monday. We'll see you then. Thank we'll you. see how it rolls. Bye. Thank you for listening to the solution hosted by Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton. Stay up to date by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash ask Jeff and Phil or download the Apple Podcast app and search for The Solution hosted by Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton. You can find links to all of our social media platforms in our description, including a Facebook group link to The Solution presented by Ask Jeff and Phil. If you have questions, please leave a comment below and we will answer those questions on Facebook Live Mondays and Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.